Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Just a second, I want to read uh, one of J.I. Packer's writings from the Classic Collection. That's what this book is entitled, anyway. Uh, Forward by Pastor Mark Dever up in Washington, D.C. area. But these are daily readings for your spiritual journey. And Packer, who is the Oxford-trained theologian and author, um, closely associate, associated, I believe, with uh, Regent College up in Vancouver when he was still alive, and just a just a wise sage. I, I just uh, so have appreciated and been uh, encouraged by his writings over the years. Uh, in this particular one, seeing God in the dark. Uh, as I'm recording this today, it's a little overcast. I don't know what it's like today when you're listening to it or watching it, but. Um, It just drew me in because of the actual uh, atmosphere around me right here. And uh, there's so many times in our lives when we're struggling with darkness uh, that might be around us. He quotes from 1 Samuel 17, uh, a day that's described in uh, a little shepherd boy named David as he goes up against a giant named Goliath. Some of you will remember that story. And and I even have, uh, I've, I've pulled that out here. And it's fascinating to me that David steps up, as I read through that chapter, David steps up and does what no one else seems to be willing to do. All of these uh, uh, Israelite soldiers are there on the side of the hill, and this giant keeps coming out and taunting him. He's a Philistine. And they're hiding. They're afraid. Even King Saul is afraid. Everybody's afraid. And along comes this shepherd boy, and he's had the experience of God uh, rescuing him over and over and over again, improving himself faithful in David's life. And so he says, you know, as this as this giant calls for someone to come out and challenge him, and no one is willing to, and David says, I'll go, the shepherd boy, the little, you know, young shepherd boy. King Saul is a little incredulous, can't believe that, that David would want to do that. And, and, you know, you're so young, you're so... You know, and and David basically says, "Look, my God has has rescued me before." Matter of fact, in verse thirty-seven, I'll read that: "The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, He will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine." So you can kind of see how David was thinking about the darkness that was facing him in terms of this giant. And we all have, like I said, we all have darkness of some kind in our life. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, the metaphor of a giant really, you know, some something that we can see that's approaching, that's threatening. Um, it might be a storm. That's another metaphor that we see used quite often uh, in both the Psalms as well as in the gospel records. Uh, Jesus out on the stormy sea with his disciples. And uh, and they, they serve us well because they remind us to look to the Lord during those times when we face those giants and have to navigate those storms. And Seeing God in the Dark by Packer here is just brilliant. Let me read for you. How do we find strength in God when our world is in ruins? And now he, and this is so amazing too, because when you think about all that's been going on in the last couple of years here in our world, uh, so much loss, uh, so much uh, darkness. Uh, Packer quotes uh, or references 1 Samuel 30 here when David, who's on the run from King Saul, um, uh, David, who comes back to this village called Ziklag, where he's been living, to find his camp destroyed and their families taken captive, including David's. And the people start to turn on him, you know, his own people. So let me read Packer's thoughts on this. That's really good. David's resulting distress uh, 
might well have destroyed him. His grief, an entirely natural reaction, might have slid into depression and desperation, ending his career as a leader and probably his life. And then he quotes, he says right here, for the people spoke of stoning him. They were so mad and angry that their fan, that he, their leader, had let them down. And they, feel, they felt like, you know, if they'd only stayed there, if only been there, their families wouldn't have been taken by these Amalekites. Um, but as Packer points out, as David fought the paralysis of grief, we see in David the spiritual reaction of faith. And see, this is the same kind of thing that happened when he was facing the giant Goliath. And here we are in chapter 30 of 1 Samuel, if you want to read the rest of the story for yourself. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God, verse 6 says. How did he do it, Packer asks? And then he answers. I believe David ran five thoughts through his mind. Perhaps these five thoughts will be of help to you uh, if you're facing some kind of giant, some kind of storm, some kind of darkness, and asking the questions, where is God in all of this? And Maybe maybe you're not facing that right now, but all of us at some point in time will. So perhaps this will be something you can reference later. How did he do it? I believe David ran five thoughts through his mind, Packer says. Number one, my God reigns. He reminded himself that God is in total control of all that happens. And that having brought him into this extremity, God was certainly able to bring him out of it. Uh, that's a... That's a, that's a great way to start, finding true north, finding, uh, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, no matter what's going on. My God reigns is the first of five thoughts that David fixed his mind on, and his reaction was one of faith. Secondly, not only does my God reign, but my God forgives is Packer's second point. I think it's a great one. David thought of God's pardoning mercy. He recalled that with you there is forgiveness. This is from Psalm 130. That you may be feared. That the Lord might be feared. That we would have this reverence and awe of God because of his eagerness to forgive us. Uh, if we've blown it, if, if we find ourselves in a Especially if we find ourselves in those patches of darkness that are our own fault, things that, uh, where we've just been foolish or reckless uh, or rebellious even. My God forgives. So my God reigns is point number one that he ran through his mind. Point number two, my God forgives. Number three, my God cares. David thought too of God's covenanted protection. And uh, Packer quotes here from Psalm 23, which you, most of you will be familiar with. The Lord is my shepherd, right? That's right, yeah. And here's the shepherd, David, literal shepherd, who's reminding himself that he too needs a shepherd and that God has promised to be his shepherd. Um, David knew the shepherd's job is precisely to look after the sheep. So he must not suppose that God had abandoned him. Remember, the Lord was a shepherd, right? Um, even in ruined Ziklag, even, even in the smoldering ruins of the town that had been run over by these Amalekites, all the people hauled away to who knows where. And we, you know, again, you can read the rest of the story if you like. But standing there in the middle of the ruin in the wreckage, right? God was with him to love him and to bless him. 
And that's because his God cares. So number one, my God reigns. Number two, my God forgives. Number three, my God cares. Number four, my God is consistent. David thought of his previous experiences of God's goodness. God does not lose interest in those he has once begun to love and to bless. I think that's really brilliant. That's really important. Let me say that last sentence again. God does not lose interest in those he has once begun to love and to bless. So don't ever get the let let don't ever entertain the thought that God would forsake you. Even Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. It's very clear, isn't it? That's the promise of our God. Uh, he is with us always. So my God reigns, my God forgives, my God cares, my God is consistent. Oh, that's beautiful. The, f- the fifth one, you could probably guess what it is. It builds right on that last one so beautifully. Packer says that the, of the five things that run through his mind during these times when he's trying to see God in the darkness or face the giant or, or the wreckage and ruin of Ziklag, my God is faithful. <clears throat> that's so, so important uh, characteristic. It's such an important characteristic of the God of the Bible. And of Jesus who came and faithfully uh, laid down his life for us, uh, motivated by the great love of God for sinners. Wow. Packer says, my God is faithful. David, um, we may confidently say, found strength in trusting the fidelity of his promise-keeping God. That's, That's the end of that writing called Seeing God in the Dark, by J.I. Packer in the classic uh, collection. But there's just so much there. And I hope you'll just um, maybe write those five things down and, and, and post them somewhere where you can be reminded of them as well. Um, David ran five thoughts through his mind. Packer says, my God reigns. My God forgives. My God cares. My God is consistent. And my God is faithful. Mm. The promise-keeping, trustworthy God of the Bible. Mm. Well, let's close in prayer today. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. And I pray, Lord, that you'd give us hearts that look more like yours, that we too would be faithful. Uh, As we go about this day, we'd be mindful of your presence with us, that you are indeed walking with us, watching over us, as the good shepherd you are. Help us now to walk with you, to be faithful to you, to be faithful uh, to your word, uh, to be faithful to the mission that you have for us on this day, the people that we will encounter. Um, May the gospel fall freely from our lips and be visible in our deeds and in the way we conduct ourselves in our relationships today. Uh, Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your forgiveness. We receive that again, fresh each and every morning uh, as we begin this day. Pray that we would walk in the light of it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.